Here in our midst, O God of mystery, you disclose the secret hidden for countless ages. For you we wait. For you we listen. Upon hearing your voice, may we, like Mother Mary, embrace your will and become a dwelling fit for your word. Grant this through him whose coming is certain, whose day draws near. Your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Through the prophet Nathan, King David announces his plan to build a fitting temple for the Lord. Nathan then relays the message that God is in charge, not David and that David should step aside and let God be God. A reading from the second book of Samuel. Now when David the king was settled in his house, and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, the king said to the prophet Nathan, See now, I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God stays in a tent. Nathan said to the king, Go do what you have in mind, for the Lord is with you. That same night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Are you the one to build me a house to live in? I took you from the pasture, from following the sheep, to be prince over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you went and have cut off all your enemies from before you. And I will make your name great, like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they may live in their own place and be disturbed no more. And evildoers shall afflict them no more as formerly from the time that I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you, David, that the Lord will make you a house when your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your ancestors. I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come forth from your body, and I will establish a kingdom I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall be made sure forever before me. Your throne, David, shall be established forever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In the passage that follows, his letter to the Romans, St. Paul teaches us that it is God's will that the people come alive in faith through Jesus Christ. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, to the one who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages but is now disclosed, through the prophetic writings 
is made known to all the Gentiles according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the one and only God through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. The angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Hail full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy and will be called the Son of God. And now your Elizabeth, Elizabeth is in her old age and has conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We had an unfortunate incident in the parish this week. A missing person. Our facilities manager, Jeff, put up the nativity set that remains in the front yard of the rectory through the Christmas season. And the morning after the snowstorm we had, I couldn't find Joseph. Joseph is gone. I think the idea of being the foster father of the Son of God was just too much for him. He ran away. On your way home, if you see Joseph on Route 99, stop and pick him up and, and bring him here. And the other story, last week, uh, I remembered Christmas when I was a kid. Our pastor at St. Rokas, Father Sosterich, he used to get really nervous, and he had a tick, and, and he used to yell at the altar servers. And uh, it was Christmas Eve, it was midnight mass, and we were singing the Gloria in excelsis Deo. 
And you might remember in those days, the priest wore a beretta, that three-cornered hat. Well, there was a point in the Gloria where the priest took off the beretta, and he handed it to me. And then, as I'm holding the beretta in my hands, he said, Amershak, go over there and, and, and see that the infant is on fire. He meant the light in the infant Jesus statue. So there I am with his Beretta, and I didn't know what else to do. I put it on the floor next to my chair. You, you would think I desecrated something very, very holy. I'll never forget that. So last week, when you put the Holy Roman Missal on the floor, I didn't yell because I know how that is. Amershak, what's wrong with you? So the story that Jack just read from the Gospel of Luke it's a familiar story to us, isn't it? The story of the Annunciation of the birth of Jesus. It should be noted that the Feast of the Annunciation in the church is celebrated on March 25th. The birth of Jesus is celebrated on... Hello? Hello? What's the date on which we celebrate the birth of Jesus? December 25th. Those of you who are engineers, those of you who have your calculators here, um, how many months is that? Ah. So there's a reason that we have that sequence. And the story of the Annunciation is very familiar to us. In a book of his homilies, Father Bill Bausch, who is a now retired priest from Teaneck, New Jersey, he published his, one of his homilies on the fourth Sunday of Advent. He asks an interesting question. He says, uh, how do you image this annunciation of Jesus. I remember when I was growing up, there, were, there was a church a block away from my house, Immaculate Conception Church. It's now, uh, well, it's one of the churches that was closed in, in Cambria City. And uh, it's now called the Grand Hall. You might see ads for the Grand Hall. It's a concert hall now. They took all the pews out and, and the altar. But Bill Bausch's words made me remind, reminded me of the stained glass window of the Annunciation. First of all, the angel Gabriel, what, what a dude. I mean, really big dude, huge wingspan. I mean, he could play in the NBA. Uh, and Mary, it was obvious from her clothes and from the furnishings in the room where she was praying, this girl had, she had bucks, okay? She dressed beautifully. She was kneeling on a predew, one of those kneelers that was really heavily cushioned. And, and I can still see that. Uh, it looked more like Italy than it would have looked like Nazareth and Galilee, but I mean, why would God risk the future of his relationship with people 
to a poor girl in Galilee, in Nazareth of Galilee. I mean, God would go with somebody who had money, right? Somebody who had power. Somebody who had a really cushy prayer place. I can remember there was also a, a book open on the floor. I'm guessing it was the Holy Roman Missal that you put on the... Never mind. Okay. I mean, why would God not use somebody of means to, use, to do his will in our world? But that's the message we get. Mary was not wealthy or powerful. She was God's lowly servant. Father Bausch, in his homily on this feast, talks about a, 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 a version of this story where Mary, this young, scared Jewish kid, is sitting on a bed, her bed. The covers are all disheveled, and there's a light that Mary is staring at, and she looks scared. I mean, she is really frightened. She's looking at this light. Apparently, it's the angel speaking to her. You can almost hear the dialogue in looking at this picture. Mary is saying, wait, how, how could that be? I, I, I don't... I've never, I don't know man. How, how can I be a mother? And the angel assures her the will of God. Everything is possible with God. And then the key words that angels always say to people, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Bosch talks about another version, another artistic rendition of the Annunciation, and it can be found in St. Michael's Chapel on the campus of Rutgers. Maybe some of you have been there, Rutgers. And, and it shows Mary the angel is upside down. And the angel has the word blessed upside down, holding on to it. And the idea is that this will of God turns our world upside down. And it's scary. Doing what God wants can turn our world topsy-turvy. It is kind of scary, isn't it? Yesterday at Minute Prayer, we talked about situations in our lives where we were afraid. Think about that. Have you ever been in a situation where you were afraid? And how, in what guise did God's message come to you don't be afraid. Can you remember that? Don't be afraid. This year, as we deal with the COVID pandemic, 
we have a challenge. How do you celebrate Christmas with all this? You know, we have so many traditions that have come to mean so much to us that help us to celebrate the birth of Jesus. How can we do that this year when we've had to shunt some of those traditions to the side? And we plunge into the midst, the depths of the joy of his birth. Can we plunge into the depths of the joy that comes with remembering that God loves us, loves us enough to share our life with us, that God says to us, don't be afraid. Years ago, Father Bausch set out a plan, a plan to help celebrate Christmas in a way that is meaningful in the depths of our hearts, in the depths of our lives. Bausch talks about being able to recognize that God is calling us to do God's will, calling us to say yes, as Mother Mary did, to surrender to the will of God when God calls us to live simply to give generously to care deeply to speak kindly to walk by faith and not by sight After the example of Mother Mary, we pray the prayer that she prayed long ago in Nazareth in Galilee. Let it be done to me according to your will. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.